0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's Market Commentary. This week, uh, we don't have Philippe with us, but we have Freddie with us. Hi, Freddie. How are you?
1: Hey, Stephanie. Good to see you again. Um, Time passed quickly, for sure.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Uh, This week, we have um, some, again, a a lot of headlines about the Fed. uh, Concerns around uh, tapering and interest rates rising. So, Freddie, can you share your view on that? Should we be concerned?
1: Oh, it's an ongoing uh, discussion for a while now is never going to stop because... Um, in the first place, the pandemic triggered a lot of stimulus from the Fed, and the ongoing question is always going to be when they're going to pull the punches, right? Mm-hmm. Pull the punch bowl away from the party. Now, however, uh, I just want to 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 round it up in in, in a, a with a concept that uh, the market is forward-looking. So we also need to look at what is been priced in by the markets. Now, at the moment, um, before the next update of the Fed's so-called dots plot, which is the or the uh, the members' expectation of where interest rate should be next year, next two year, next three years. There is also a similar expectations in the marketplace. So at the moment, um, the Fed dot's prots is actually not so aggressive, but the market has already, in particular, the Fed funds futures market has already moved forward to pricing a more aggressive Fed, where uh, the market now expect the Fed to start hiking uh, close to three times for 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 the whole year of twenty twenty two. And uh, the, the Fed-DOS plot median is only barely even a hike. So the market is already moving ahead to prepare for a faster tightening cycle by the central bank. And the numbers for 2023 is similar. Uh, the Fed's median uh, interest rate uh, for, for the Fed funds rate is about one percentage point. Uh, however, the market already already moved to 1.6. So that's a lot of preparation already done and that's the good news. In a sense that when the market is already preparing a lot uh, and the, the Fed actually uh, get more aggressive, the market is ready for it. And yet global markets remain strong. Uh, we, we remain at these elevated levels. Uh, and and it, it goes to say that, that this could likely, unlikely to be an issue. Uh, and lastly, there's also the situation that's ever-changing in, in, the, in the COVID pandemic um, that can change the picture too. So,
0: yeah, definitely. And I think that's one of the kind of unknown factors that we still have to monitor quite closely. Because if we think back to the Fed's decision, uh, the Fed actually moved towards tapering when the second wave in US died down uh, post the summer. However, if you look at the latest figures, uh, it seems like cages, cases in the US are starting to ramp back up again, especially if you look at states like Michigan, Actually, the number of COVID cases already surpassed uh, what they experienced in the last two waves. Now, of course, the, the death rates are a lot lower. So, I mean, this time around, the economic impact may not be as much as before. But I think this is a situation worth kind of monitoring, not just in the U.S., right? But if you look at uh, Europe, uh, cases are surging, particularly in, in Germany. Um, so it remains to be seen like how governments react to the third wave, especially as we enter into the winter, because I mean this is a flu season. Uh, and, and how do different economies actually cope with that? Uh, but it seems like one thing may not change, right? It's inflation.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, what we can learn from the pandemic is that um, um, inflation is not going to go away for a few years in the sense that Whenever the wave comes back, like Stephanie has described, um, the, uh, the supply chain disruptions comes back again. And it's not like it's easy for industry to just sort of adjust and remove the problem right now. These things take time to adjust like those, those change. So um, be ready for more disruptions at the ports, shipping. Uh, may, raw materials can, can go up again. Energy prices, who knows? There's this interesting dynamics between U.S., China, and India releasing their oil reserve to try to uh, temper the price increases in energy. And yet the OPEC plus countries are also organizing themselves together to reduce supply to maintain prices. It's a talk of war. This inflation thing is quite sticky at the moment. It has momentum.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, this is, this is something that may kind of change as well as the situation develops. Um.
1: And it's kind of what we've been preparing users uh, since July this year. As you know, we uh, we re-optimized all all our users' portfolios. Primary reason is to ring-fence the inflation risk. Uh, We've been broadening investments into energy-related areas, uh, uh, inflation-linked bonds, uh, Go remains a core staper that benefits from it. Uh, so, uh, And also even the uh, equity markets of a country that actually are commodity exporters is another interesting way where we did in July to sort of maintain growth and also acquire the inflation ex- uh, uh, protection. So uh, we've done everything since July and that's quite, it's going to be quite a while before that picture would change.
0: Yeah, and and we can sort of say maybe say that we we're, we're a little bit even ahead of the Fed as well because the Fed has been saying transitory for a long time until a, a month ago when they changed the language at the at the meeting acknowledging the high inflation risk. So maybe Freddie, we can uh, move on to some questions from our audience. So we have one question from Samuel uh, regarding uh, healthcare technology stocks. So as as our audience. Maybe all aware we launched uh, three thematic portfolios, um, the tech enabler, uh, consumer tech, and then also healthcare technology. So technology, uh, healthcare technology has been suffering, uh, lately. Um, and the question from Samuel is, uh, with interest rates rising, growth stocks, um, particularly healthcare has been hit hard. Uh, is it now the time to buy the dip and will it recover? Uh, or do you think, uh, this basket of stock is, is overvalued?
1: You see, um, the core core principles behind the thematic portfolios, the first two actually done well, but it's not too, it's not a short-term thing because you are investing into something that has this long-term impact the, uh, on societies, on the environment, uh, and how we live, how we operate. It's not something that's going to go away. In the, ne- in the In fact, it's something that's going to keep changing the world for the next 5, 10, 20, 30 years. And in this case, in the, for the question... The part of the healthcare team that recently has dropped, a lot of them are related to genomics and immunology, and some of that is due to uh, you know valuations being a little bit high a couple of months ago is taking a breather, and the way I look at the uh, action, the price action is actually a fairly uh, normal kind of correction. That's actually an opportunity for uh, savers like on our platform, like us. Uh, to to, do, to dollar cost averaging into building your your, your exposure, right? Because uh, your exposure is going to be a very long-term thing and you, you can take your time to build it. So I think that's great for uh, the average investors, but uh, for the lump sum investors, it, it could be annoying. So I would always uh, recommend that, look, uh, thematic exposure is long-term, the journey is rocky. Sometimes, um, and sometimes things with a disruptive nature. They are a little bit early in the cycle. Um, they could actually, you know, the volatility is always going to be there. We always made that clear. So you must actually tailor the way you deploy your funds into these things uh, according to your financial plans, right? We are not trading these teams. We are investing in these teams for that very, very uh, uh, important, Uh, future, right? That very impactful future. Um, A a, a near-term correction shouldn't derail you from something that you believed in, right? So I'm not here to promote a particular team as well. I just want to clarify that, look, um, we take a long-term view on this. Uh, this That's precisely how we design it. Um, And uh, it seems like the immunology and genomics area uh, recently had a correction. Uh, The rest of healthcare tech, but the value proposition of healthcare, technology and innovations does not change.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think it's important to stay invested for the long term and think about kind of longer term goals that we can have benefit from.
1: Sorry, I also want to add another point, uh, Stephanie, that um, we do recommend people think about the risk level when they invest even in the teams. So consistent with what Stashway has always done with any of our products, you uh, a, a team could be very risky if' a hundred percent right uh, exposure in the team what we 've done is to introduce a variety of risk point and you'll find that the impact on the lower the lower risk point would actually be a lot um, less significant if that's what the user is comfortable with and concerned about the short term, you can always adjust your risk level to sort of reflect your comfort zone. Uh, So I definitely strongly urge to consider thinking about it from the planning angle rather than a short term market slash trading angle. Yeah,
0: definitely. Definitely and if if our audience need a refresher on like the statutory risk index i mean we have plenty of resources uh on our website and also please feel free to reach out to us uh uh, happy to explain that so with that um we'll 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 go through some of the upcoming webinars uh in singapore we have uh, growing your wealth with srs investing that's wednesday 8th of december 7 pm in malaysia we have what is your financial plan b uh, also Wednesday, uh, but this is like December 1st, uh, 6 p.m. And uh, on the, the following week, Wednesday, 8th of December, also for Malaysia, we have an inside look into Stash Away at 6 p.m. So thank you very much, Freddie. Uh, and uh, everyone have a great week ahead and we'll see you in two weeks.